G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Yeah, welcome back, SCNZ. 16 minutes away from 8 o'clock, and there's plenty of sport that wrapped up over the weekend, and it wasn't all bull sport. Uh, we know that we love our cycling here in New Zealand. The New Zealand Cycling Classic, Cycle Classic, is one of the great summer events and one of the events that people get right into. It was a fairy tale story for Mark Stewart, who went on holiday and never left Aotearoa due to COVID, and now he's a, well, a UCI stage champion, and um, he will be absolutely loving it today. Julian Ineson is a cycling commentator, and he would have seen it all go down, and I'm sure you would have absolutely loved every second of it, Julian. Morning to you. Good morning. Yes, absolutely. It's been uh, five days of fantastic racing around the wire wrapper, and of course, as you said, uh, great crowds finishing up in Wellington yesterday afternoon where there was about 5,000 people lining the streets to see the Scotchman take the yellow jersey. That's the one. And um, it, it is a, it's a true event for the New Zealand calendar. We love it, don't we? It really is. It's time-honoured and, and people really get behind it. Absolutely. It's been, been around for a number of years. George Sandoval's been the tour director for over 35 years now with that particular tour. And, and when you look at the names that have won that particular tour, I mean, it goes right back to the likes of Robbie McEwen, who's a multiple sprint ace and stage winner in the, in the Tour de France, the likes of the Meyer brothers from Australia, Hayden Rolston. I mean, it's a pretty illustrious-looking list. Tell us about Mark Stewart, mate. Let's, let's start here, because you see he's a Scotsman. I, I just did a quick um, bit of reading on where he's come from and the reasons he's in New Zealand, but you fill us in about why he's here and how special this will be for him. Oh, Mark's a great guy. It's, he's a great ambassador for the sport. And as you said, he ended up being, uh, staying here but due to, well, lockdown was the, the reason in which ultimately he couldn't get back out of the country. But he wasn't in much of a hurry because he actually had another reason to be here. And as he said to me at the Tour of South last year, it was all about romance. And that's, and that's uh, Emma Cumming, New Zealand uh, cyclist, track cyclist, uh, who's a sprinter uh, from Southland. So he has quite a connection here with uh, Invercargill. And uh, so when he came over to visit her after meeting her on the cycling scene around, around the world, and that's uh, COVID come along, lockdown, and he's ended up having to stay in Cambridge. So I don't think he's too disappointed with that. And uh, she was down there with the team yesterday supporting him along the sides of the roads. But he's got a, a great career already. I mean, this guy comes off a, a really stellar career on the track where he's won various World Cup uh, medals, particularly in the endurance events on the track all around the world. He's a former Commonwealth Games champion uh, when it comes to the points race. In fact, his brother, his older brother, was actually a Scottish representative for the Commonwealth Games as well. And uh, he's going to be shortly, uh, him and Emma are going to be on a plane and heading over to Europe as part of that Bolton Equities Black Smoke uh, team. And he's going to be uh, living in a place in Andorra alongside uh, Corbin Strong, another man here from uh, Southland, of course, who was former World Points Race champion and now going to be riding for an international team that's got the likes of Chris Froome in it. So um, hopefully we'll see him on the world stage with a number of the major events over in Europe through the year as well. Jeez, that's exciting. Um, Julian, who impressed you throughout the week? I know uh, Keegan Hornblow um, picked up that second stage. Uh, was he one of the, the youngsters you were impressed with, or was there another, guys who, another couple of guys who caught your eye? 
no, Keegan for sure was uh, definitely one of the standout features, and uh, and j- just the youth involved in the tour. Uh, full stop. Of course, there's a, an under twenty three jersey up for for grabs, but these guys were mixing it with the best. With uh, when you got the likes of George Bennett out there and Shane Archibald, two guys who uh, who ride at the top level at the Tour de France. Um, these young 18, 19, 20-year-olds in there trying to show them how good they are. And, and Keegan was certainly that stage uh, on day uh, two of the tour, 158k. It was the longest stage of the tour. And uh, he was away in a group that uh, basically set themselves up for the general classification for the week when they got away by over 15 minutes at one stage. And uh, the uphill finish, he just, he just left them to it and, that and won it uh, quite clearly. Mark Stewart, of course, is the yellow uh, just his composure throughout the entire week, and that he had everything being thrown at him, uh, particularly by the New Zealand cycling team, and that uh, they were very keen. That was uh, the likes of George Bennett and Shane Archibald. Uh, Lawrence Pithy would certainly be another man that uh, has always impressed me, and then he's been a former Junior Worlds uh, champion two times over. Missed out on the opportunity of defending that the following year because of COVID has gone on now to write his first season at FDJ, which is an international team that, uh, that ultimately rides in the Tour de France. He's in the development squad there. And this guy, he was vying for everything. He was uh, yesterday still trying to steal back the uh, green jersey. He won the under-23, and he finished uh, third overall. So, you know, there's some good young uh, talent coming through in the New Zealand scene. Hey, where, where do these guys get to compete then? Like, what other events will we get to see these young Kiwis if people are interested in following along? I mean, they're not necessarily going to be out there riding the, the tours, are they? Or the bit, sorry, the, the major tours. But where do they apply their trade and learn their craft? Well, for a lot of them, of course, it's all started back at uh, club level, whether they're club racing either you know, during the week or during the, the weekends. And uh, there's various classics that are held around uh, New Zealand. There's a lot of memorial races, etc. And... Uh, of course, for these guys, I guess the next, the biggest event that's around for them would be the Tour of Southland in November in the first week. A number of these guys, like Keegan Hornblow, for example, uh, are guys who had come down, put it into practice, and then ultimately got to do this UCI event in January. So they would certainly be two of the biggest tours here in New Zealand, an opportunity for them to, to be seen, to, to potentially get that phone call and say, hey, we're interested in you to head overseas. Of course, they've got their national championships uh, every year. And, of course, some of these guys, after yesterday's criterion, which, uh, for your listeners, that's a street race, and uh, they, with having that yesterday, that was a bit of an entree for them, a bit of practice going into next Saturday, where they're going to be heading along, uh, sorry, next Sunday, uh, going to be heading to Canterbury, to Christchurch there, where the New Zealand uh, criterion championships are going to be held. And, of course, in six weeks' time, up in Cambridge is going to be the road championships, and that's where George Bennett, who we got to see in the New Zealand colours because he is the current New Zealand champion, will be able to try and defend that particular title. And a rider that can win that has potential to be picked up by a team and uh, wear that around the world. Awesome. That is as unbelievable information you've just given us there, Julian, and it sounds like it's a real busy period in the uh, cycling scene coming up. So we'll have to get you back on and figure out what's going on and who to be watching out for as we move forward throughout the summer, eh? No, look forward to it. There's certainly uh, plenty going on, and it's an exciting sport to follow, that's for sure. Awesome stuff. Julian Ineson there, uh, uh, down in Invercargill, proud Southlander and loving it as we looked at the New Zealand Cycling Classic, won by a Scotsman who's got a great yard. I mean, geez, you would have done some things for romance throughout the years, wouldn't you, Mitch? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) 
<laughs> Nothing I want to share on air. You ever stayed in a lockdown country for a for a loved one? No, I can't say I have, mate. No, I can't say I have. Mind you, mind you, it's a lockdown with the child. Is uh, that's a commitment? See, that's what you see. I'm just giving you an alley oop there. You mean to say, yeah, I, that's what I'm doing right oh, now. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's it. exactly. <laughs> if you're listening, yeah, Georgia. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm doing for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Nine Cheers, minutes, mate. Cheers. Nine, nine minutes to eight. It's great to catch up with Julian there and find out a wee bit about cycling.